Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Fast am I. Good evening at half past five. This is Update for Wednesday, 13th of December, 2023 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the Isle of Man. Background to that news and sport, business, Sea Watch, travel updates and the newsmakers in person this evening. Steam packet labour dispute. Who is saying what to whom? An immigration health surcharge may be coming. Latest on Ramsey's Solby Riverside project. A £1.6 million upgrade to the Villa Gaiety's sound and lights. And the ambition to end homelessness here. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines. Fastamai, Lewis Foster. Fastamai. Tim Wald has voted for the Council of Ministers to press the UK for an extension of the Isle of Man's territorial waters to the median line between the two countries. Whilst there were calls for the focus to be on maximising the existing area, other members suggested if you don't ask, you don't get. Cases of norovirus are on the rise in the island. Manx Care says the highly contagious infection is spread easily on contact and urges anyone with symptoms or recently recovered to avoid visiting medical facilities for at least 48 hours after returning to normal health. And more than £1.6 million is to be spent upgrading the sound and lighting technology at the Villa Marina and Gaiety Theatre. A two-phase project will see equipment described as obsolete, substandard and unreliable replaced. In the international news, a deal at the COP28 climate summit calling for a transition away from fossil fuels is being called an historic breakthrough. But nations hard hit by climate change have been critical. Samoa says its representative was not in the room when the deal was approved. One of James Bulger's killers, John Venables, has failed in a bid to be freed from prison after parole officers ruled he remains a danger to children. Venables was 10 when he murdered the two-year-old in Merseyside in 1993. And Mark Drakeford is to stand down as Welsh Labour leader in March next year. His resignation triggers a leadership contest to elect a new First Minister. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with the news at 6 o'clock. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Jeremiah, thank you. Lewis, from the Ronaldsway Met Office, there is a strong wind warning in operation for overnight. State of sea, slight or moderate. And this evening, well, it's going to get nippy. An evening frost is likely in a light southerly. That will pick up and... The frost will go, then we'll get some cloud and a fresh to strong south-southwesterly, bringing rain overnight. Minimum is 8 degrees Celsius. And for Thursday, Jordan dry with bright intervals tomorrow on a moderate to fresh westerly. Top temperatures 9 down to 8 through the night. And Jehenya dry and bright on Friday with a brisk southwest wind. Daylight maximums 11 Tides on the way out. Low water at 13 minutes before 6. High tide, 
13 minutes before midnight tonight. Low water tomorrow morning, 4 minutes past 6. Sunrise half past 8 and the morning high water at 6 minutes to midday. Manx Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. There appears to be confusion over what a maritime trade union is actually demanding of the Isle of Man steam packet company. The two sides in the live on board row appear to be having opposing views as to what the dispute is actually about. The full story from Christian Jones. The steam packet company thinks Nautilus wants to squeeze as much money out of them as possible. Our initial understanding of the dispute was that they had members who didn't want to live aboard. Now that appears to not be the case because a recent press release from Nautilus said that living aboard wasn't an issue. We feel as if we're sort of being held to ransom, if you like. Um, they want to put the island under siege. The island will suffer, absolutely. And Nautilus being a UK-based union, that seems to be lost on them. From day one of me speaking to Nautilus, they've been threatening strike action. It's almost as if that's what they want. That's the managing director, Brian Thompson, there. But that claim the union wants strike action has previously been refuted by the union, who called it a last resort, but when asked if this dispute was in fact about the compensation figure for those who agreed to the terms, the senior national organiser Gary Elliott said this. It equates, I think we calculated it roughly around about £6 per working day, not the day they're on leave or rest, £6 per working day, to actually be captive away from family for more than 80 days extra. Does that seem like a generous package to you? Is that something that people are sure would believe to be generous? What would that get you? a coffee and a biscuit. Nautilus has never really progressed the financial element of it because our members have told us since day one it's not about the money, it's not about the financial element, it's about the leave and the lifestyle and the work-life balance that's going to be lost. Union members have until the 18th of December to return their ballot paper which is likely to reject the ferry company's offer and as a result see officers take industrial action. More than £1.6 million of Manx taxpayers' money is going to be spent up upgrading the sound and lighting technology at the Villa Marina and Gaiety Theatre. Tim will voted in favour of the project despite a debate around the timing of the funding. You'll hear first of all the DESC Minister, Julia MHK. There are Ireland's largest performance spaces and their flagship buildings for creativity and entertainment on our island. Between April and October this year, the Villa Gaiety has welcomed just over 145,000 visitors to the site. We should stand proud and say we demand that this improved equipment goes there. The new lighting proposed uses nearly 50% less power than the current obsolete system. Over the expected lifespan, 10 to 15 years or more, new kit will provide a direct saving on revenue spend and energy cost reduction. I can assure you that I wouldn't be standing supporting this if I didn't think that there was a risk to actually something very important to us. So the question you need to ask yourself is how much are you willing to take that risk? It will never be a good time. Given our current financial challenges, I cannot in good conscience support spending the amount of money at this time on nice-to-have equipment. We're being asked to make a decision on a project in isolation with no context. No idea of what must fall by the wayside if £1.6 million is spent here. We don't get to determine which capital schemes go ahead and which don't. We get a take-it-or-leave-it choice. Given the cost of living crisis, the timing of such expenditure is both ill-conceived and extravagant. 
whilst many of our people still have the wolf at the door. And so to the final act, the vote. 20 eyes and three noes in the House of Keys, the entirety of Legislative Council in support and an assurance from the Treasury Minister that the show must go on. This is a large project. It does have a large price tag, but this is balanced over three years, over two phases, and will result in an offering that we will be able to enjoy well into the, the next two decades. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Debate around gas disconnections for some Manx customers who are in debt continues to rumble on going into the Christmas period. Some of those disconnections have been paused, but for how long? Here's the chair of the Office of Fair Trading, Tim Glover, MHK, giving an update to Tinwall. From mid-September to mid-November of this year, the OFT was contacted by 28 very concerned customers who had either been disconnected from the gas supply or warned of disconnection. So far, the OFT has liaised directly with Isle of Man Energy about 22 of these cases. This juncture, I don't have the exact figures of how many customers have been reconnected or remain disconnected, as it's a fluid situation with OFT officers continuing to liaise with Isle of Man Energy. Can I ask the Chair, what is a short pause? So how long is this short pause for? And also, can the um, Chair confirm, does the OFT know how many people on the Priority Care Register are currently disconnected. Of the 22 cases that the OFT is dealing with, registered with Isle of Man Energy as priority care was just one. The OFT considers uh, that being classed as vulnerable of those 22, 14 are in that category. The short pause uh, is until the second week of January rather than now before Christmas, I think, was given out uh, previously. Recommencement of disconnections uh, coming later in January. I hope that isn't the case. I hope that uh, the energy provider here has taken on board that a disconnection should be very much a, a last resort. And what concerns me, I think, and it probably concerns a lot of other members as well, is the fact that potentially some people could be cut off over the Christmas period. So what advice will the OFT be publishing ahead of Christmas? We do have this embargo in place that they will not be cutting people off from when we were notified at the beginning of December now until the second week in January. And if that is breached, we don't have the powers, but we'll take a very dim view on that as a situation from our gas provider. It's hoped proposals for a £40 million development in the heart of Ramsey can move a step nearer early in the new year. The Solby Riverside project would see around 200 new homes, parks and a pub built on land along the banks of the Solby River close to the centre of Ramsey. Project director Josh Church says he's confident in the flood defence measures they've come up with. There's been a significant amount of money put into the scheme. We hired basically international flood defence experts uh, who work for various international governments and companies and they're very confident that they've got it sorted. There's a spine road that's going to alleviate traffic in the area and it also acts as a flood barrier. In general, the flooding, though, it makes the area better and it has it actually reduces the impact on other places in the river. And some of the concepts that they brought to it would set a precedent for the Isle of Man and same with the environmental things that we're doing because obviously there's flood risk issues around the island and we can actually set a precedent for how it should be done. And the documents they've come up with are extremely complex, so they've had to make very simple executive summaries of them so that they can be understood on island. But yeah, the flood alleviation has been implemented correctly. We do feel that the north of the island often gets overlooked 
in place of Douglas. Um, and so it's going to be quite rare for a team like ourselves and more than, not myself really but the team that we're bringing with me to bring sort of this level of professionalism to the area and this level of investment and so I do feel bad if this isn't really approved because this level of investment is not going to come to the centre of Ramsey again it's in the centre of town uh, on a piece of land which is suitable so it's not going out into the green belt and I just don't see a better and more suitable piece of land for it Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Motorversal Mangsman departed Hisham at 12 minutes past two. She's uh, safely in the harbour now, just going astern onto the links band. We'll be discharging in the next 10, 15 minutes or so. This evening's departure, 7.45, Mangsman to Hisham, arriving there at about half past 11. The 02.15 departure from Lancashire, back to Douglas at 6 tomorrow morning. And Thursday morning's departure, 8.45, Mangsman to Hisham. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. The Council of Ministers is to consider options for an immigration healthcare surcharge for those who move to the Isle of Man on a visa. Treasury Minister Dr Allenson MHK made the amendment to a motion from Douglas South MHK, Claire Christian, at this month's sitting of Tinwald. He said it should be looked at as part of the government's economic strategy. I'm grateful to members of the Tinwald Select Committee on Population Rebalancing who, in their comprehensive report, started to explore the use of incentives and disincentives to start exerting some control over how our population develops as we grow the active working population to address our dependency ratio. Whilst people moving here on an immigration visa account for one route to join our community, there are many others, and I would like to propose an amendment which I hope will widen the scope as we examine a range of ways we can attract people to join us, while also investing in our key infrastructure, especially our healthcare and educational provisions. I would like to propose the amendment circulated just now, which deletes the wording after Timwald is of the opinion and inserts new text so the complete motion would read, that Timwald is, is of the opinion that a range of incentives and disincentives, including an immigration healthcare surcharge, should be considered by the Council of Ministers in the context of the economic strategy and the Timwald Select Committee report on population rebalancing, and a report submitted to Timwald by the last day of July 2024. I believe that this respects the Honourable Member's initial intentions, whilst also furthering work already underway, to seriously consider how we can ensure that we grow our economy and our population while investing in our future community, we can cherish diversity and maintain a true sense of social cohesion and respect. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At a quarter to six, electric car titan Tesla is having to send software updates to more than two million vehicles due to problems associated with their autopilot technology. The uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration announced uh, yesterday that autopilot controls in two million Tesla vehicles equipped with auto steer were classed as quote, insufficient when the driver is not paying attention or prepared to intervene. The news comes following a year-long investigation by the NHTSA into Tesla's drive assistance tech after a number of crashes. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrockall.com. In the context that you think you got problems, Argentina's new government is to weaken the value of its currency by more than 50% against the US dollar. It's part of the economic shock therapy that the new president, Javier Millet, says the 
country needs to fix its worst crisis in decades. Economic Minister Luis Caputo announced deep cuts to public spending, including a reduction in fuel and transport subsidies and freezing spending on major government contract steps. He says will avoid hyperinflation, and he says it's better to tell an uncomfortable truth than a comfortable lie. Argentina's battling soaring inflation prices up 150% year-on-year. It has low cash reserves, high government debt, and 40% of Argentinians are living below the poverty line. The International Monetary Fund, which Argentina owes $44 billion, that's $35 billion sterling, calls the measures bold, and they will help create the environment for private sector growth. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets closed flat. The dollar edged up against the euro ahead of the conclusion of the Fed Reserve Policy Meeting. US crude oil prices dropped and gold extended gains. The numbers from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London, the FTSE 100 up 800 of a percent, 7,548. The DAX in Frankfurt up just over a tenth of a percent at uh, 16,766. The Dow Jones Industrial a short time ago in New York City is up three hundredths of a percent at 36,587. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index up just over a tenth of a percent at 14,550. And the S&P 500 in uh, Chicago up just over a tenth of a percent, almost two tenths of a percent at 4,650. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling is trading at one US dollar 25.2 cents, one euro 16 cents and 23 South African rand 86.3 cents. In commodities, gold's up two tenths of a percent at 1,982 dollars per troy ounce and a barrel of Brent crude up one and a third percent at 74 dollars 23 cents. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall and you're paying monthly as little as 100 pound. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house, of the kids' education. A hundred pounds a month? I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Chinwalls voted unanimously to approve a new five-day homelessness strategy for the Isle of Man, setting out an ambition to end homelessness on the island and create a legal right to housing. David Ashford, MHK's chair of the Housing and Communities Board, which has three million pounds to try and tackle the problem. And the only way we'll do that is by understanding the issues that are causing it and speaking to those who need the services. There's actually no point in having a set of services being developed around what we think the problem is. Rather, what we actually need is to speak to the people with the experience and the people who are experiencing these challenges and find out from them what are the actual problems they need we, we, you know, we can't design an ice square and then try and shove people into it. We need to ensure that any services developed are adaptable to people's individual needs. And the other plan as well is to establish a community-based referral mechanism um, to support individuals at imminent risk of becoming homeless. Um, so this is around early intervention and ensuring that we recognise the signs and that all different agencies, if they come across someone who they feel is at risk of homelessness, can be them into those pathways so we can try and prevent it from occurring in the in the <coughs> first place. The, I used the phrase in my opening remarks about prevention is better than cure. And you know, like with a lot of things in this area, 
much of the success will never be able to be measured because if you prevent someone becoming homeless, you'll never actually have a figure around that. But that is what we actually need to try and do. And it's about providing accommodation that is suitable for individuals rather than what we think is suitable. Um, the Ombud Court knows I love my quotes, and there was one from the American author, Daniel Quinn, who once said, don't try to drive the homeless into places we find suitable. Help them survive in places they find suitable. And I think that is a very, a very apt quote because the services need to be responsive to the individual, not the other way around. Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio, Sport. Faster my sports editor Rob Pritchard. Faster my good evening. Starting with cycling, an Isle of Man pro cyclist, Max Walker, has become the latest Manx addition to UCI team Sam Peran. He joins the Cornwall-based outfit after three years with Trinity Racing, with Sam Peran saying some of his impressive results this campaign have captured their attention. Among his highlights this campaign were a second-place podium spot in the British National Road Championships men's under-23 time trial for Trinity Racing. He also earned a top-10 finish for Great Britain in the men's under-23 road race at the UCI World Championship in Scotland in August. It means he'll link up with fellow riders from the Isle of Man, Leon Mazzoni and Tyler Hannay. Meanwhile, fellow Island-born competitor at Samparan, Tom Mazzoni, has announced he's leaving the team after a three-year spell. Mazzoni says he's enjoyed the good times, but equally some of the most difficult, adding he's excited for what 2024 has in store. In motorsport, International Road Racing Championship competitor Patrick Hoff will make his TT debut in 2024. The 32-year-old German rider will compete for the Pens13.com team after finishing third overall in this year's IRR Superbike Championship. He's set to race on the Snaefell Mountain course on his own BMW machinery in the Superbike, Superstock and Senior classes. Ahead of his maiden TT campaign, Hoff says his main aim will be to stay safe and enjoy myself, describing it as a long-term project for himself. The 2024 Isle of Man TT races are scheduled to take place from the 27th of May to the 8th of June. And in football, tonight we'll see the final fixtures of the calendar year for the Isle of Man Under-18s League at the Bowl. At 6.15pm, a tough task awaits Colby, who are still without a win so far this campaign when they take on third place Ramsey who could move up to second with a win this evening that however would depend on the next game at 8pm Corinthians in second place could go to within one point of current leaders Bradham when they face Russian United the Southerners have one win from six so far Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronald's Way, Logan has 5.25 from Manchester, came in 15 minutes late. Next is the half past seven easy jet from Gatwick, the 5 to 8 Logan Air returning patient transfer from Liverpool and the 8 o'clock Logan Air from London City. They're all showing on time at the moment. At departing 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool's on time in the 8 o'clock easy jet back to Gatwick on time. On the roads, temporary lights on Whitebridge Road and Onkin near Windermere Drive for emergency gas repairs. Gravel Road's closed for telecom work just past the Gravel View entrance to King Edward Road. The Arrowsea Road is closed from Glen May to the shoulder uh, for resurfacing. And in Lexi, stretch of the Baldoon Road's closed for sewer lining work. In Colby, face closures on that Ballakill Ferrick Road for water main work till June of next year. Temporary lights in Colby on the main road between Croyty Cayley Turn 
and Russian brand of Anford drainage work. In Solby, the Clanner Road's closed for resurfacing and Douglas Hillside Avenue closed through to Circular Road for adjacent office window replacement. There's some windows. A section of Switzerland Road's closed for construction work till November next year in Douglas. The Kin Drockard Road in Andrus closed in phases for water main work and in St Jude's temporary lights on the Andrus Road north of St Jude's for patching work. South of Kurt Michael, temporary closes on the Ballalai Road for water main work and off-road, the Heritage Trail from Glenlock Campsite to Glenvine to Union Mills is closed for ditching work and tree maintenance. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with... Keyside! This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. Pastor Mike, good evening. Thanks for joining Manx Radio. My name is Andy Winton. Every weekday evening between 5.30 and 6, you get nothing but Manx News, the news from the Isle of Man. And if you listen live, that's fine, but you can also pick it up as a podcast and listen anywhere, anytime that you wish. Public Health is warning we could see outbreaks of measles on the Isle of Man if children aren't given the second dose of the vaccination. It's after a rise in cases in the United Kingdom following a drop in the uptake of the second jab. Our interim chair of public health is Professor Van Worden. Measles is usually suspected because of a rash that starts in the face and then spreads to the rest of the body. However, it usually starts with cold-like symptoms, runny or blocked nose, high temperature, sore throat, sore watery itchy eyes, and sometimes tiny little white spots called coplic spots which can appear inside the mouth two or three days after symptoms begin. There has been an increase in measles cases in parts of the UK following a drop in vaccination rates with the measles, mumps and rubella vaccine which is offered to children at one year old and again at three years and four months. If young people have not completed the programme of two vaccines we would encourage them to do so. Catch-up vaccines can be given at any age Two doses of the measles vaccine give over 90% of the population long-term protection against measles infection. In the Isle of Man, we are seeing a slight decline in the uptake of the second MMR dose. 82.3% of children have had one dose of the MMR vaccine and 78.5% have had two doses. We've not seen an increase in measles cases on the Isle of Man at this point, but if the rate of MMR vaccine uptake continues to decline, it would increase the chance of an outbreak of measles on the island. Parents can check whether their children have had two measles vaccines by looking in their red book, checking online at patient access or contacting their GP practice. Young and older adults can also check this either online at patient access or by contacting their GP practice. That's it for update tonight, compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Lewis Foster, producer Amy Griffiths. It's Wednesday, so after the news at six, the arts programme Spotlight with Howie Kane. Greatest hits with Chris Kinley at 6.30. And it's Wednesday, so Opera Hour with Ernie Thorne at nine and I'm back tomorrow at 5.30. W-I-N-T-Y.